Luke chapter 23, verse 27. A large crowd trailed behind, including many grief-stricken women. Luke, the author of this book, seems to indicate that many of the people that were following Jesus at this point were there due to sympathy rather than simple curiosity. He uses the term followed, while the New Living Translation that we use contains the words trailed behind, meaning physically behind, not spiritually following. This is why the New Living Translation uses descriptive terms. However, the second part of this text mentions some grief-stricken women. When we compare this to Matthew chapter 11, verse 17, and John chapter 16, verse 20, we see that there existed a group of women who wanted to give condemned victims a drugged drink, wine and frankincense, as an act of mercy and compassion. It is possible that these women belonged to that particular group. However, the language is inconcise, so we cannot be sure. It is also possible that these women believed and loved Jesus and followed him because they were grief-stricken by what was happening to their Savior. When was the last time you felt as if you were stricken by grief? Grief is a difficult emotion because there is very little that we can do to stop it. It is usually the result of a loss or of a situation that is beyond our control. Once grief has taken hold, it is very difficult for us to do much about it. In Matthew chapter 5, in the famous Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. He says this because he understood that mourning and grief are temporary for those who believe in Jesus, his life, death, and resurrection. Our temporary grief is nothing compared to the great reward of eternal life given to us in Jesus. Many people feel like they are drowning in their grief, and grief can come in waves and in torrents. But the good news is simply this. He will wipe every tear from their eyes, and there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. All these things are gone forever. Revelation chapter 21 verse 4. This is the promise that has been given to us by Jesus through John the Revelator. The question becomes, do we live as if it is true, or do we deny the promises God has given us? A second question is appropriate for this text. Why do you follow Jesus? Is it out of curiosity, or is it out of a genuine faith in Him as Savior of your life, of your family, of your situation? Paul, the Apostle, often considered himself the first follower of Jesus, and in that way, he understood that everything he said was to lead to a greater understanding of Jesus. Why is it important to try and follow behind Jesus? Have you ever wanted to be a first follower? What does it mean, in very practical terms, to be a follower of Jesus and follow Him to the cross? Make it applicable. This helps in a personal Bible study with new or curious people. Often they will not know what following Jesus entails. So make sure you don't default to just talking about behavior, but speak of the outlook, of hope and dreams, and of the reality of your walk with Jesus. Jesus.